0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. I have a very special guest today, a very close friend of mine and a hero of mine. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Good
1: morning. This is uh, Jorge Sandoval with KD Auto Glass out of Ontario, California.
0: Ontario, California. Yes, sir. Where the hell is that at? Obviously, California. Southern California. <laughs> Southern California, <Obviously> California right? <laughs> So, uh, oh, yeah. how did you get into the business, man? Like, what, what started you in, uh, along this journey?
1: You know what? Um, I came in the, to the U.S. in 1999, and I met with this guy. His name is Martin, and he's the owner of um, M&R Autoglass. Hmm. And he became a really good friend of mine, and I just saw what he was doing. And I just went with it. Uh, I mean, honestly, when I when I was I was 19 at the time, and, and I saw he was replacing windshields, by basically glass on vehicles. And my mind went to like, well, a car has about six, seven, five windows. Mm-hmm. They're gonna break sometime, so somebody needs to replace them. And mm-hmm. uh, and it was it was pretty good money for me back then when I saw the business. And I just. I just uh approach him, and, and he was gracious enough to take me under his wing he, awesome. he, he's, he he took me in for as many times I asked, as I asked. <laughs> uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because uh, from I started in, uh, back in 1999 and then i got a, I got out of the business in 2001, and then I did uh, many jobs here and there, and every time that I got fired or well. I got let go or this and that. I got rough times. I will reach out to my friend and he will take me in again. And Outer Glass always being like my back pole, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, that's that's how I started.
0: <laughs> that That is awesome. And so what I want to ask you is, to me, you have a skill set that is like precision. Like I've watched you a lot through competing, obviously I'm not in your area, but through competing against you and not being in your heats and just, you know, being there, standing outside and, you know, watching you, your precision is, it's second to none in my opinion. I love the way you work, but why did you go down that path? Because a lot of guys that get started into this industry, they get taught that hacky style, not, not to really say that it's bad, but everybody's been there. But like what changed in you or did you always perform the job exactly how it was supposed to be performed?
1: <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> um, no, 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 man. Uh, I mean, I, I still remember um, Martin taught me everything. I mean, for, for the basics. But he will ne- he never let me or he never allowed me to set a glass by myself. So I, I still mm-hmm. remember that uh, 1994 Honda Accord that I set the glass by myself. I think i just you know, just drop the glass and top of the car.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna say this: as uh, I opened my my mind to something different, because I, I I didn't notice in the industry what was going on, and I listened to a really really good good string of people. They they they, they really passionate about it, mm-hmm. and, and and I just went with it. I mean. It has to be a different way. That they used to be scratching cars and and living without protection, and you know, just the stuffing windows. Because, like you mentioned before, I, I hear your your podcast. We all been there, and we like. I guess we all done that at one point. But I just I don't know. I just like to do things that are the best that I've, I can possibly can.
0: That is amazing. So. And with doing that, it led you down the path of becoming a, an instructor with the Equalizer Academy, which, congratulations, sir, that's, uh, that's an accomplishment in itself. Um, Thank you. So, what, outside besides Martine, what other, did the, going to the Equalizer Academy that you eventually ended up teaching at, is that what kind of showed you the light, or... Did someone else show you the light, or did you just have that internal drive, like you said, to be better and not scratch cars and not stuff it, and there's got to be a better way?
1: No, 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 no. Um, like I said, I, I went saw a few friends. Right? Um, the light inside was always there. I just didn't know there was better. Mm-hmm. I always had the drive to do the best that I can with what I have in
2: my head. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I spent about two and a half years working side by side, uh, with a fail, oh,
2: okay,
1: and 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 that that really helped out, okay. and and I learned a lot from him. It was a, it was a really good time, yeah, and and then going to out of last week, and, and and getting to see you know, uh, doing the networking part, getting to know people. Mm-hmm. In friends, that's going to end up learning a lot more, seeing different things, and and moving forward.
0: That's, so where does it go for you from here? Are you just daily grind? Do you have big plans on the horizon? Uh, what is in store for Jorge and
1: Autoglass? Um, so right now I need to, well, I'm saying it like I need, but I, I usually go like, I'm going to um, I'm going to grow the business. I'm 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 looking to hire a couple people, obviously training first and mm-hmm. see if they're a good fit for the company. And uh, that that that's it has to be done. Uh, the the company just myself is outgrowing the business is outgrowing my my just whatever I can bring to the business. Like I cannot be just one pe- one person mm-hmm. band anymore. And uh there's some other projects so we can grow the brand i mean that's how I see my company i see say brand uh it, it might be just a band a little band or two bands, but that's my brand and uh I just have my logo uniforms I present myself as you know as the biggest company that I will ever represent
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and um the biggest compliment that I ever got about out of it is like they see my 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 band and uh, work and they go like, they, they ask me is this a franchise and I'm like uh, yeah. not really <laughs> not yet <laughs> yeah not
0: yet but it, it's there it's there it's working yeah <laughs>
1: and, absolutely uh, like yeah definitely growing the company by the end of the year and uh, and I have another project going on right now with um, Shauna Davis mm-hmm. we uh, are working on Kaizen Glass Solutions it's Which basically, is? basically, it's a full training program, and um, with uh, black glass tint, adas, and obviously, um, our class replacements. And we're gonna do this on a uh, Spanish and English. I'm, I'm part of the of the uh, Spanish uh, section of this program. Mm-hmm. Or whoever having noise yet, a Mexican. <laughs> you guys haven't picked up my accent. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, briefly, that's basically what we're doing right now. That's
0: that that right there. Um, what I really like about the small little bit of information that I have about it is that it's a kind of like all in one little bit. But also, they're offering the ADAS because I've noticed that a lot of places they want to send their technician like. Some of the places want to send their salesperson out to train you, like Launch and uh, Autel, and some of the other ones will do a little bit. But they have a place where you can come and you could get the basics of ADAS training, and then you can decide from there which system you want. And that kind of seems like, I mean, it's not happened yet, but it is part of their system, it seems like. And I think think that's good because I don't know of any besides... uh, uh, Jacques Navant with uh, Don's Mobile Autoglass. I don't know of anything outside of him that's a standalone ADAS training course. Do you?
1: Oh. Uh, not really. Yeah. I, I, I don't know anybody. Uh, when it comes to ADAS in the industry, my 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 take on it is like we got trained under the bus, man. We used to use remote glass and bond glass to the vehicle. You see know what I'm saying? When we Cut it out, put it back. And all of a sudden, we have sensors. I mean, we, we had to, if we, if you we want to stay in business, right, yeah, uh, exactly. we had to transition to this technical technician uh, in something that is really important. I mean, a safety device on the vehicle, never never seen before. And now we have to do it. So, yeah, we're we're really excited about the Ava's program with Kyson Solutions.
0: Uh, that's that right there is another thing that like, uh, I don't know, like you were saying that you were, we were just thrown into this and you're absolutely correct. Like, and it has taken a time for a lot of people to swing that way. And there's still some people who don't, you know, think it's important and they'll just, Hey, I didn't plug in the computer. I didn't unplug the camera. So you're good to go. But in the grand scheme of things, man, that's not, that's not the truth. It's not the truth at all. Um, But we were thrown into it. One, I mean, heck, the m- most electronic thing on this vehicle was the rain sensor that we had to worry about. And I was putting a gel yep. pad and sticking it back up, maybe condensation sensor and stuff. But those just unplugged and plugged back in. A lot of times we transferred it to the new glass. But ADAS has been a whole nother level for us. It's uh, yeah, it's crazy. So, well, everybody be on to look at for the Kaizen uh, solutions. Is that did I say that right?
1: Kaizen Glass
0: Solutions. Kaizen Glass Solutions. Okay, be on the lookout for that because I'm sure you'll hear about more about that in the future. Um, now, Jorge, you've worked for somebody and you've also owned your own business. Now, what, what's the differences and what do you recommend to somebody? Do you recommend them to be on their own or do you recommend them to work for somebody?
1: Um, most definitely to be on your own. I mean, that's the honest answer. Is uh, is it it easier to be on your own? No, it's not. Is it worth it? Oh, hell yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes it's really hard because you don't know when the next paycheck is coming from. That's basically it. Mm -hmm. If you don't have an installation to do when you start the business in in two days, three days, I mean, there's no money coming into your pocket. Mm And uh, I remember... When I started rolling with Martin, he told me a long time ago, he said, one day the phone is going gonna, gonna to ring and you are not going to be able to know where it's coming from in the sense of uh, your phone number is going to be out there and people is going to be doing word of mouth and you're going to be so busy and without just putting any marketing or doing anything because you put in the work already and that's what i'm basically starting to see right now i i know it's gonna the phone is gonna ring i don't know when but i know it's, it's gonna be soon but it's it's a this time it's hardly hardly any day I'm, I'm without any jobs or you see what i'm saying yeah yeah i do so so it's definitely worth it to be a, a business owner it's more stressful uh, and you need to be really, really disciplined about it. Now, all the money that comes into the business is your money. Uh, you have to, pick your brother, have to pay your taxes, you yeah. have to have your insurance, you have to be protected. Uh, and then, I'm not gonna say I learned that the hard way, uh, but I've seen people that learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, 15 grand, 15 grand just taken up by the government, like since they can never file taxes. And, and yeah, I, I never want to go that path.
2: Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> just yeah. yeah. I don't want to
0: so, go there. I'm too delicate for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. No, no. No thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So, um, I mean it, it's no it's no like surprise that I'm asking you this because I've asked as many people as I could about this, because, you know, that is the eventual goal for me is to own my own at some point or some way and trying to figure out and maneuver and everything. And I think our talk at this week's Autoglass glass uh, week in the uh, banquet ha- actually kind of cemented it for me to try to get to the point of, OK, now it's time to go because I was like on the fence a little bit and like, OK, I could or I couldn't. There were some things out there that could have potentially happened for me, but just the way that you described it to me at the banquet at Autoglass Week, it was like I looked at my wife and I was like, yep, this is what's going to happen. I just need to make moves to make this happen. So I enjoy your passion about being an owner. It's, uh, it's a great part of a, a dream, man. It really is. So uh, go ahead.
1: We, we, we'll start somewhere. I mean, when you see KD Autoglass uh, and the name is out there, uh, you never heard of uh El Chavo Auto Glass 5280 Auto Glass. What was another name that I used? Um, fair price Auto Glass. I have so many companies before this one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You see what I'm saying?
2: Yeah,
1: and, and 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 it was try and fail, try and fail. And and I'm not saying I'm a successful business owner, but I can tell you that I can put a roof over my kids' uh, head, you know? Yeah, uh. Food on the plate, on the plate, on the table, and 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 I can take off whenever I want. That's 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 really important for me because uh, I hate, and this is just a personal. I I really hate being say no by somebody else. Like no, you cannot go and you cannot take your kids on spring vacation somewhere else. Springtime, spring break. Yeah. But that yeah, that's. Yeah, KD KD Autoglass is the final product until right now, a, a series of, of failed attempts through the last 12, 13 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so the last 12, 13 years, this is the KD Autoglass is your baby. This is your, this is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let's swing it back around to when did you first uh, compete in Autoglass uh, Tech Olympics? What was your first year?
1: Oh, shit. I'm really bad with dates.
0: 2019? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the year I met you. Yeah. I think you
1: know better than me.
0: (laughs) uh, Well, and the reason why I might know better than you is because it changed my whole outlook on the industry. I did the job right because it was uh, the culture in Richardson Glass that was you had to do the job right. But I kind of was in a spot where I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life. I've kind of explained this in a few other podcasts. So... 19 kind of opened me up and then i watched you compete in the heat because i was in heat one and you were in heat two um i watched you compete in the heat and i was like man this guy you had like this uh, i want to say aura about you this uh self uh confidence (laughs) of you flowed around the car you didn't have to second guess yourself you didn't you weren't going back and forth to your toolbox a bunch. You just you you went in a smooth motion. Like it was it was beautiful to watch, I'm not going to lie. And then I'm one of those guys that I, I just talk to fucking anybody. I don't really care. So I just walked up to you and I started talking to you and you showed me the jetpacks which I ordered like well, as soon as I got back like the jetpacks <laughs> from Equalizer you showed me because I was like, "Man, do those really work?" And the one thing that I admired about you the most is you didn't blow me off. Like, I I'd poached a couple guys at Autoglass Week that year, and they kind of just shrugged me off and gave me a weird look, you know. But you didn't. You actually took the time to explain it and be like, hey, man, this, these are great, and here's why. And, like, I, I was using the Raptor that year, too, and it was broken. And I, mine was broken, like, the where you tie it. And uh, so, actually, Shauna, I think, gave me yours. Or they gave me Cody Allen's, one of the two. Okay. I can't remember. They give me one of the two to use for my heat, but like the fact that you were so approachable and like just this kind of laid back guy, I like. I couldn't wait till the next time to see you. I was hoping you would be in Orlando, which you were, so that way we could get a little bit of hang. I think I, I actually sent you an email that year, didn't I? In twenty nineteen, after twenty nineteen.
1: Uh, I think you did, or I don't know if it was twenty nineteen. So I think it was 2020 after okay. we competed.
0: Okay, yeah, I think it, you're I think you're right. It was after the uh, after we both made the finals in uh, in Orlando. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you are right about that cuz I had to like search you out like what company and obviously I knew your name, but then I I didn't have a contact for you and I couldn't find you on Facebook or anything cuz I wasn't on Facebook at that point. So, I just did a search of your name in California, and that came up.
1: <laughs> well, you need to stop stalking dude. I man.
0: know, right? It's, like, kind of <laughs> creepy, isn't it? <laughs> oh, shit. So, that's I, like, fired off at email. So, but, like, I mean, I've talked about it on other podcasts and everything and, uh, and every kind of forum. You are, like, I do model myself after you when it comes to the way that you've made the finals every year and the way that you compose yourself in the uh, – uh during the competition um so like after i failed to make the finals in san antonio um obviously watching you watching alfredo mckenzie and daniel it was kind of like one of those bittersweet moments i was cheering for you guys but i was bummed for myself but like i paid special attention to the way that you maneuvered around the car in the finals because i think that's what caught me up in orlando was i i kind of failed to compose myself correctly in the finals because i was too nervous and i think honestly i thought about that a lot going into virginia beach and i think that's one of the the main differences was for me was to try to model my the way i move around the car and the way i approach the customer similar to the way you did it so yeah i guess you would say i was stalking but i was like setting you up a little (laughs) bit you know like i want to make sure that i'm like where jorge is um so that's I, I appreciate you doing that for me, brother. Because you you didn't have to even talk to me. So thank you.
1: Well, uh, I'm glad that the way that I work around uh, the vehicle uh, uh, on the final heat works for you. It hasn't worked out for me, but I'm still hopeful, man. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, I'm telling you, man. Like I, I can't wait until uh, Orlando. I think that, I mean, I hope the best for everybody, obviously. But uh, I'm I'm like. I can't wait, man, because anything I can do to help any of my competitors out, uh, old competitors, because I'm not competing anymore, uh, you, Raul, Aaron, anybody who wants to step up. But I'm, I am i can't wait, because I actually uh, – should we let them in on the little secret about Autoglass Week that we've already kind of talked about?
1: Um, sure.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, Jorge asked me to be his setter at Autoglass Week, so – be on the lookout, motherfuckers, because I'm down there to set some glass <laughs> with you. <laughs> oh. Dude, I was so pumped on that. I'm not going to lie. I like, called Aaron immediately, and I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, what now? You coming out?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Yeah, that's all. I awesome. need your good luck star, man. That's what I need.
0: Yeah, yeah, see, that's it. I'm going to be the guy that is is hopefully helps you to achieve that goal of the top step.
1: Let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. As long as the line doesn't rip on me again.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: How many time, uh, how many
0: finals has the line snapped on Every single
1: one of them. <laughs> oh, man. It has a mess. It's a like ghost that is present. Uh, every final. Dude, I was like, really? <laughs> even even going into the last one in Virginia Beach, I was like, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this. This is serious. I was walking into the, into the floor, and I was like, if the line breaks, I've been through this before. It sure did again. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't dig myself out of that hole again. I was like, really?
0: Honestly, it, it, the, I think, honestly, the, the line break, uh, it has been, like, I've heard about it every year. Like, I've witnessed it twice. But, like, I've heard about it every year because I was competing with you in the finals two times, and I've heard about it every year. And the first day when I hear about it, especially in Virginia Beach, my heart sank. I was like, not again, man. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Like, every every time. Now, I didn't realize it broke on you in 19, but I know it did in Orlando, and I know it did in (laughs) San Antonio and Virginia. So all four Uh, years it broke on you in the finals.
1: Yep oh Every man single one of them. actually three years okay okay
0: yeah so, yeah but that's crazy like what kind of luck is that you know that's that's like one of those weird once in a lifetime things that'll happen to
2: somebody
1: like <laughs> it's not good luck i tell you that <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> well hopefully this year coming into uh, orlando we'll we'll uh we'll capitalize on some good luck we have together so that way we'll be good to go um but bring a little bit – I know this is going to be – I'll send you some money if you need to, but uh, bring a an extra size shirt because I straight look like I was putting on a shirt from Baby Gap putting on your shirt, man. I'm, like, a <laughs> lot bigger guy. than you are.
1: Well, you have, like, three layers on so you. Like know. you know. The, you have the, the, the undershirt and your shirt, and then just put my on top of yours, and the sleeves, and I'm like, dude <laughs> – I will. I will. I'll bring you. What? what are
0: you? XL? Uh, Yes. Yes. I'm XL. Oh my goodness. Like, like my wife was like, oh my goodness. She was laughing at me so hard when we left there. She was like, oh, did you feel like a fat guy in a little coat? I was like, man, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I I remember that.
0: Yeah. I was like, so I'm a little big. He might not be able to wear it again. You know, I might have it stretched (laughs)
2: out.
1: That's
0: that's 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 just shit So okay, so coming into the industry, if we have a guy who, which you're getting ready to train somebody, uh, potentially, obviously, you said you want to grow your business, so you potentially you want to train somebody. What is the biggest advice you could give a new guy coming in to our industry?
1: Biggest advice to the new guy. Um, I do have somebody right now. Okay. I am training my nephew. And what I found out with this guy, he's 18, fresh off of high school
2: because
1: mm-hmm. he has no bad traits, you know, um, bad habits,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, basically be open-minded because that's something that I've been struggling with and probably is the kind of person, but being open-minded to learn and to be guided. Yeah. Because they'll jump into something they haven't seen, and once you do a 1549, you think you've done everything, <laughs> and that's far from the truth. Uh, my nephew right now he's doing most everything, yeah, everything but setting the glass by himself. Okay, and and he's been training with me for like six months, and, and he's really good at it now. And sometimes he, he tried to give me hard time, like. So what are you going to do? just clean the glass? I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You're going to remove the collie, remove the glass, trim everything. I'm going to help to send the glass. And he said in the sense that he's doing most everything now. Nice. And then we run into a really kind of tricky car. And I saw his eyes just looking at me like when, you know, those baby chicks, uh, like, you know, when the little baby chick, his mom left him. Uh Uh-huh. Like a deer, like what the deer in the headlights. No, no, uncle. <laughs> yeah, like you were like, "Uncle," i like, "I know, right?" So I'm just gonna clean the glass. You were like, "Oh no, helping. Oh yeah. Yeah. So basically, being open-minded.
2: Yeah.
1: And being disciplined. I mean, discipline is a big thing in this business. Believe it or not, but that's that's how I see it. Yeah. Be on time. And 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 represent yourself. Um. With a lot of respect with customers. You have to you have to hire and you have to see that with, with the new hires. How they approach the customers. Yeah. I like and,
0: and, uh, right. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was like I like the discipline, show up on time, show ready show up ready to learn and with a good attitude. That right there is to me the most important part of someone who's coming into this industry new is show up with some discipline. Show up ready to learn. Show up on time. No one, no one wants to be waiting on you 5, 10, 15 minutes late, a half hour late. I get things happen from time to time, but show up with some discipline and show that you want to be there. It's super important.
1: Yes. And and I always schedule my appointments 8 to 10, 10 to 12. If I can squeeze another one, I will. And I will hardly get late. In the in the reason why is because if I know I'm not gonna make it, I'm calling the customer in the morning. Mm-hmm. This is going on. I cannot make it between 12 and two. I'll be there between three, 3 and four. And do you wanna reschedule? Because I hate when somebody is waste, wasting my time, my time. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I really take care of my customers. And I really look after those details because some guys they will not show up and, and they will call later that night, you know what i could make it but i'll be there tomorrow <laughs> and that's not the way to run the
0: business no no communication is key especially not only with you employer and employee but uh customer and service provider you know you're providing a service and there are times where something just like yours is so be considerate of their you know calling them ahead doing everything you need to do to make sure that you and them are on the same page, and they'll give you – you have a good rapport with them because then they'll give you a good review, and it's just positive, um, you know, positive in the uh, word of mouth. Jeez, my, yep. brain, my brain turned yep. off. In the word of mouth sector of your promoting your business. So make sure that you're on time, and if you're not, call and communicate with your customers. Communication is key. It, it really is key.
1: It is. It is. I agree 100%.
0: I, I really do, if everybody wants to write that down, what he said for being a new employee, because we got a lot of new guys in the industry, and, you know, hopefully this podcast reaches them and they can actually learn from the veterans like you and me. You know, that's the whole reason why I'm doing this podcast is to try to educate and also try to highlight people's accomplishments in this industry, because it, too many times it's just like not, it's not highlighted. You don't know who's what or what, you know, who the legends are in the game and who can help you. So I'm hoping that this what this podcast does. So now in Southern California, you guys get some heat, don't you? You you guys are usually pretty hot.
1: and ten in a really, 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 really hot day. But through the summer, anywhere from ninety five to one or two.
2: Okay.
0: So, what precautions do you take in, you know, in reference to your urethane and the vehicle when the when it gets that hot? Because urethanes don't respond to the weather as well. What what precautions do you take, Jorge, uh, to make sure that you have a safe install?
1: Well, we work under the sun. So basically, we just follow the instructions for the manufacturer of the glue, mm-hmm. the urethane. But precautions, precautions, you just make sure that nothing is contaminated. Mm-hmm. We check the times, flash times, and and that's it.
0: Yeah. So, do you take any special precautions with your body, being in the heat that much?
1: Um, well, we've been doing this for a long time. We're kind of seasoned. But the precaution is always try to find for, uh, look for a shady spot.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I used to work with somebody that would carry a canopy. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I didn't have the room on my vehicle to carry a canopy. So, basically, what I do is I look for a shady tree. Shaded area by like a, yeah, I can work under the
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: shaded spot i will I will ask the customer, you know what, I need to put your vehicle over there. It's really hot outside, and this is my fifth install today, so and you win some you lose some. I mean, sometimes there is no way you can do that,
2: yeah,
1: uh there is no protection. I just wear my you know my hat, and I always through the whole year I, I got long sleeves, okay, always have a long sleeve shirt, always protect my skin.
0: Oh, okay, because I'm, I'm sitting over here going, what? Why? But you're talking about protecting your skin from the sun? Yep. Oh, that's... Oh, so, at, coming from a Remar- short sleeve Remar- guy, how, do, how does the long sleeves... I mean, I get from the UV rays and stuff. Is, that, is it too hot? Do you find yourself sweating out a lot?
1: I found though that my shorts are really fresh on the wintertime. Because one time, I didn't have my hoodie. And okay. I was like, oh, I have a long shirt, mm-hmm. long sleeve shirt. Hell, no, dude! I can feel everything. Mm. It's a polyester one. It's not, it's not cotton. Oh, okay, okay. So like moisture-wicking so ones. It, okay. Every, everything, yeah. You can feel everything. I mean, okay. Uh, it's really, it's really fresh, really. Okay. Dry. <laughs> yeah. So I have my undershirt, long sleeve. Like I said, the the shirt that you were wearing on the, to help me out, uh-huh. said the glass. That's the one that I I use, yeah. The one that I was competing with as well. Uh-huh. That, that, those type of shirts through the whole year.
2: Okay, okay.
1: And 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 they do help a lot. And and also you have an extra layer of protection against, uh, you know, all the chemicals inside the the engine bay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, dirt and all the the fine dirt there is on the on the on the pinch well when you you uh, remove the glass. that we just think is just dirt, but nope okay it's you know it's dry oils is you name it i mean a, a bunch of chemicals
0: Well, so yep well i learned something because i in the summertime it goes straight to short sleeves for me uh wintertime obviously we're cold here so i layer up and everything but in the summertime i'm just like eh, you know but now that you say that uh i think i'm gonna try it out this summer I think I'm going to try it out because, you know, you brought a very important point up with the chemicals. I never even thought about that, like all the dirt and stuff that gets all over your arms and everything when you're working under the engine bay, taking the cow panel off or or, or also like you lay your arm on a hot car, dude. That shit will burn the fuck out of you. Um, that I that, wonder if that, that I helps out. a lot. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. You know, I learned something
1: else. <laughs> you know the main reason why we use that? nitrile gloves, right? A lot of people were like, oh, because you don't want to contaminate the glass. No, 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 no. You're protecting yourself from the chemicals. So the long sleeve for me is an extra layer of protection.
0: Okay. So So it's it's like a long
1: exposure of chemicals.
0: Okay, so it's like a boxer. They wear the bigger gloves so they don't hurt. It's less about hurting your opponent, more about protecting your hands from being broken while punching a person. So you're protecting yourself from the chemicals rather than the chemicals on your skin. Man, that's awesome. That is
1: awesome. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that short sleeve uh, t shirt is fresh than the long sleeve. I mm-hmm. mean, you get some, you get some, right? That mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of but yeah, long sleeve through the whole year. Um I used uh for protection, you know, uh sunscreen, the one that's really dry, not the oily oily one. Okay. And uh, I do not I do not apply sunscreen on my forehead. The reason why is because when I sweat, the sweat ran down to my eyes, and that, uh, that shit stinks. Oh, yes, it
0: does. Yes, it so, does. So,
1: but my forehead is protected by my uh, headgear.
0: Okay. Do you wear the big, uh, the bigger sun hats, like, you know, jungle yeah. gym? Okay, okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm. not trying to look good when I'm doing a replacement. I'm trying to protect myself. Yeah. So, yeah, I wear something that it will cover my neck as well, because... Mm-hmm. A lot of people, we, we forget about that little area, and we get some sunburn right there. Mm-hmm. Some people get cancer, skin cancer today because they have a, a hat with the front visor. They just keep walking while working, and they forget about their
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. neck.
0: Yeah, so, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. Yeah, I don't wear a hat, and I'm bald. Like, yeah, my hair's falling out. I'm I'm going the old man bald route. I mean, I shave it because... If not, I'd look like one of those professors on TV, you know, kind of like with the bald in the center. But, like, I don't even think about it. I don't wear a hat most of the time. I mean, sometimes I do, but most of the times I don't wear a hat. I definitely don't wear sunscreen. I don't protect my neck. And I bet you that would help with fatigue, too, if the sun can't, you know, get to you as much. And, yeah. mm mm, mm, mm. Well, those are all very good tips for working in the hot sun. Cause, <laughs> well, I know I did one about the other day about cold weather. Because that's what we're experiencing now. And the main thing I try to do in the summer is just stay hydrated. I never even thought about any of that stuff. See, this is this you is know, why we got to have people on.
1: You know what? When you I was listening to your podcast mm-hmm. and what you said is really is true. I was working for some time. I worked in Denver, like okay. two two winters, like three winters. And and I remember a customer told me, it was I, I didn't realize that. A customer told me, say, she said, Are you drinking water today? I was like, well, Yeah, here and there. And she was like, No, you need to drink water because you're getting dehydrated. I was like, What do you mean? Yeah, your lips are really dry. Yep. I was like, and I didn't felt like it, but I but I understood. She she explained to me that the the wind is taking the, the moisture out of your skin, you're getting dehydrated. Yeah. So
0: you live and learn. Yeah, no, 100%. And I, for many years growing up here in Ohio, I didn't even realize that. But when I got into high school, because we had those, you know, we didn't have nothing like Denver. So let, let me, you know, put that straight on. But we do have some snow and we get some really cold days. And like you're running outside for whatever reason and, you know, gym class or whatever. And they're like, yo, make sure you stay hydrated because you can dehydrate just as fast in the winter. As you can in the summer, maybe even a little bit faster because you don't realize how much moisture you're actually losing in the wintertime. So that's, you know, I want to make sure I covered that part because, you know, a lot of guys, this job's hard on you. Um, is it as hard as a concrete worker? No. But this job's hard on you. You got to drive around the van a lot and sit, which sedentary is not good for anybody. But you got to sit a lot in the van and then you get out and then you're expected to perform this pretty physically demanding job in all kinds of weather conditions. And if you're not looking out for yourself, man, that could lead to some serious injuries and shorten not only your life but your career in this industry. So, I like all those uh, tips about the uh, the sun there, because I figured, me, you know, being a California boy, you you would have something for us for that. Because I imagine the glass gets like, because here in Ohio, when we hit 105 heat index, but we're we're hovering about 100, dude, we gotta keep the van like somewhat cool. But you also have to, you know, make sure you don't set that windshield out in the direct sun or wait till you're almost ready for it to, to get it out and clean it. Cause yeah. it heats up I, super quick, man. It's like burning you or the potential of accidents and breaking easier.
1: Yeah. Like, like I say, sometimes you get shaded spots somewhere when you're working around and, and if there is not enough shade for the car, at least it's enough shade for the glass. Because once it's, it's on direct sunlight, it gets really hard to even clean it. Oh, because man. Because as soon as you spray the glass cleaner, it evaporates. It evaporates.
0: I mean, it, like, just like, yeah. oh, man. It is, like, crazy because, like, you can't even, <laughs> a lot of times, you know, you're wiping as fast as you're spraying and you're trying to decontaminate because you're right. It just It just evaporates so quickly. And then. Yep. Or let it be in the middle of a paved parking lot, a black car, black interior, with no tent on the windows, and the window's sitting up all day, and it's about 100 degrees, and you get there, and the customer's like, oh, well, you can't move it, but here are the keys. Man, the first thing I do is roll those windows down and then start to get everything else set up because, my goodness, you'll about to pass out sometimes for the heat inside of a car. It just hits you like yep. an oven, man, like whoosh. and, you know, the pavement adds – what is it they say, like a black top, because <clears throat> the way it reflects it and it absorbs the heat and then it heats up. Is it like 20 degrees or is it 15 degrees hotter in that actual area than you would be out in the middle of a field or grass or something uh, that isn't as heat absorption and reflecting the rays? I don't know exactly, but it's somewhere along I, those lines.
1: I don't know. I will take 20, but I don't know, man. It's really hot.
0: It's really hot. Like, you, you start getting like that sweat, like immediately when you get out of the van because the humidity. Do you guys
1: have high humidity? Thank God, no. We pay for weather. Okay. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> we Since we pay a lot of taxes, that's yeah. what I say. You know, we have good weather. Yeah,
0: we yeah. Yeah. You got to pay for But the no, area. no. Not
1: this cool. area is really, it's uh, really dry.
0: Okay. Because we usually sit about, between 70 and 100% humidity depending on the day uh especially here in the summertime uh the wintertime, we usually hover i think it's like 62% today right now I had to check the hygrometer um but yeah I know it's a, it's uh a, it we're very humid here and that that plays into a lot of our you know problems with you know urethane and then just you know sweating just sweating alone man yeah, we're at oh. uh, 82% humidity today, and it is 22 degrees currently. Um,
1: so One one time I got invited to check this opportunity of maybe moving to Texas, and I kind of went on the summertime. And I was like, nah, thank you. This is too humid. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Dude, there,
0: there is nothing worse, and I'm going to say this. There is nothing worse than getting out of the van walking up to a car and you feel a trickle of sweat run down the middle of your back and down your ass crack. That is the worst <laughs> feeling in the world, dude. You're like, man, I ain't even fucking working yet, bro. Like that's why I carry extra underwear and socks in the van all year round. Cause there's sometimes in the summer where you could just, because of the humidity alone, not even the heat and you could just wring out your shirt. Cause you've, sw- you know, just so much sweat. And, you know, you wet out your socks and then you're like, man, my undies are all kind of, I don't want to get chafed, you know, and all kinds of... <laughs> TMI, I know, yeah. but uh, yeah. And there are certain precautions and, you know, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the summer now because I'm going to take a lot of, I wrote a lot of notes down for what you said for the summertime and I'm going to uh, apply them this summer. So stay tuned for later on in the summer, guys, when I do a revisit and i let you know how it's working out because I'm sure an experienced person like you, it's going to work out great. Very great. So, All right. So let's see. Um, what's uh, the most rewarding thing for you as being an instructor at – because you're an instructor at the Equalizer Academy, correct? And plus you teach in Spanish, so you're bilingual, which is amazing. Um, what's your most rewarding experience from being Wait. an instructor?
1: Uh, knowing the, what we are doing matters, uh-huh. and what we're teaching to the students matters. In the sense that, believe it or not, you might be saving someone's life. Yes, sir. Far, really, really down the road, really, really far down the road, you might be saving someone's life. And, and, and that's important. That
2: but very because
1: important. All, all the standard, the way I see it, it comes down to that. How many people can you save it?
0: How many people can you save? That is a very awesome way to look at it. I never looked at it as how many people could I save. I I look at it like, well, I, I wanna save this person's life if I if you know they're in an accident with my install. But yeah, that's a that's I a very mean, good question to ask yourself.
1: We we all have an expiration date. Yeah. But it doesn't have to Yeah, you don't have to expire just because somebody was negligent enough to do the job. Dude. Wrong.
0: Mantra, guys. Put that on your walls to your guys when you're training them or whatever. It's like we all have an expiration date, but you don't have to expire because of someone's negligence into performing their job correctly. Well said, sir. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I never looked at it like that. That's a fresh viewpoint. That is a very fresh viewpoint on it. That's, yeah, that is amazing. So, All right, Jorge, we're at 45 minutes, brother. Um, do you have anything that you would like to talk about or ask me?
1: Mm, not really, not in particular, but just to ask you, <clears throat> when do you think you're going to be on your own? When do you think your company is going to take off? Because having a good, you know, having a dream without a date is just, might be an illusion, my friend. January 2025. We're a date. yeah, Working.
0: January 2025. I have started because I loosely had January 2024 just kind of out there when I finally decided, and that was too quick. There, there was just too many variables with the way that I had my life built. Um, and I have goals now to be out on my own by January 2025. Um, I'm putting the pieces into place that I need to to make sure that everything could go um, and that, you know, health insurance is big for me. And, you know, because like my two older kids will have their own health insurance probably soon um, because they're 27 and uh, 25. Um, okay. Actually, my 27 year old already has his own health insurance. So my daughter that's 24 uh going to be 25 next month. She'll need me for another year and then my youngest daughter hopefully by the time, you know, I get ready to go, I'll be able to make sure that I have everything uh <clears throat> anything everything in, in line to make sure I can have health insurance that the way they're taken care of, you know, cuz even though I don't have to, uh I want to be able to provide that for my children because it takes it's a lot of pride for me to be able to offer them a little bit of relief in their life as adults. Um, it's something that I never had. Um, so for me to be able to offer my kids somewhat protection, whether paying their car insurance or helping them with their cell phone bills or however else I can help them, you know, learn to be adults, but also give them a little bit of a cushion. I would like to do that. So that's the main thing for me is finding health insurance and then figuring out a couple other things.
1: Also, I mean, whenever, whenever it comes, whenever you're ready, put everything together, and remember, this is not easy, but it's worth it. And and if I have to do it again, I will do it again. In my situation, my business, I just have to (laughs) start from scratch, and start doing over, and and whatever I can, you know. So because I, there was a lot of things that I didn't know, that I do know now. Okay. But. But I just I just roll with the punches. Now, in your case, it sounds completely different than my case. But that doesn't make me neither better or worse. I mean, everybody is different. Yeah. I, I wish you the best of luck. And as always, you have my phone number. If there's anything that I can help you with, I like can input, please let me know.
0: I will. And that that means a lot. And there's a lot of people who are in my corner that uh, are influential in this industry too. So that means a lot when anybody ever gives me, like gives me that outlet for when I need help, I can call them. So especially someone I look up to as much as you, thank you for that. That's, that's awesome. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Appreciate
1: your words as well.
0: Yeah. So everybody be on the lookout for Lando 2024. Jorge's, yep. cu- Jorge's coming. As a wrecking machine, he's gonna come take y'all down. You know what I mean? We're gonna. <laughs> no, seriously, brother. I, I.
1: On the first heat, we'll see what happens. If I make it to the second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, dude. Yeah,
0: I don't think you have to worry about making it through the first heat. That's uh, never been a problem for you. It's that stinking line on the second heat. Um, you might wanna, you might wanna talk to, uh, talk to somebody about the, uh. The line situation, <laughs> like,
1: like, you know, uh, you you're just you know you're just as good as your tools, and your tools are just as good as your skills. Yeah. So I'm not blaming my tools. It, it, it's me. It's it was, you know, brain parts. I'm a clutch on the competition, but hey, it is what it is. I, I, I'll do my best again on Orlando.
0: You're not going to come so, and only put forth half an effort no that was like okay so do you not think that's like one of the funniest things we have to say as like when they they, people were asking me so like what did you do different this year did you try well no i tried my best every freaking year what are you talking about like it just something didn't work out for me i missed something or you know for some reason i just wasn't where i needed to be now did i do things different from year to year absolutely but for the most part, every time I'm on that floor, I've tried as hard as I could. I wasn't putting forth half an effort.
1: <laughs> Any, yep.
0: Anybody who says they are, they're just looking for an out for why they fail, you know, like, no, I was putting forth full effort. I was going full steam. Like, yo, what up? You know, they, like, it just didn't work yeah. out for me. So okay. I, I wish you the best brother. You've been an amazing guest. Um, I, like I said, I value your friendship and, uh, Look forward to seeing some more ink. Are you getting any more ink?
1: Uh, most definitely, yeah. yeah. My left arm, I still have some room. My left, left leg. Uh I know it sounds kinda of creepy, but yeah. People they don't know me, they don't seem like I'm always covered so they don't they know don't what's know. going on.
0: Yeah. Well
1: but
0: <laughs> well, my wife started on her uh her sleep on her uh left arm and I'm out of room cuz she's getting some cool shit and i'm like god damn it now i got to now i got to go on my chest i got like i've got sugar skulls on the back of my calves and like my legs are starting <laughs> to fill up but like it's like man now i got to find somewhere else to go cuz you know i want some more but yeah she, her, she's got that uh, blank canvas cuz she just started getting tattooed really a few years ago so i i kind of miss those days but i also enjoy the ones i have
1: yeah i mean yeah, mine doesn't tell much, but I like the way my guy works. I mean, he's he's really detailed. You know, you'll see that.
0: It. Oh, it's phenomenal. And, like, I look at mine, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I had an amateur do mine, but I see yours. I'm a little ashamed. Like, damn, I actually paid money for mine, and fucking Jorge's is badass, dude. Like, yeah, no, yours you. are amazing, and uh, definitely magazine quality uh tattooing out of you so out of your guy you know you're just his you're his uh media for the world but he's an extremely talented artist that is for sure
1: yeah he is yeah. He, he really is yeah. is he
0: is he still in mexico or did he go to canada
1: he's still he's still in mexico um he has a visa now mm-hmm. he he travels from time to time and uh, but he's yeah he's he has his own studio and he's really successful in mexico i mean you want to name drop him oh i love you oh, yeah graphic with a with a y yeah graphic on instagram
0: okay let's uh so we'll we'll make sure that uh, everybody go check out that instagram page
1: yeah we put it on the description of the podcast or something like that if
0: we can. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to just text me exactly what it is so that way send it to me on Instagram or Facebook and then or text it to me that way you know, I get it exactly right and then I'll put it in the descriptions of the show notes. Okay,
1: okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, you that's awesome. you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been fun, brother. We're coming up on an hour. Um, would you like to give the fans uh, some parting words?
1: Well, thank you for having me on the podcast this is a first for me and uh, if anybody didn't understand what i said just rewind it and wait <laughs> slowly <laughs> so that's it i uh, will see you in the future i guess yes sir and we'll see what the future brings to us
0: absolutely hey don't hang up